God, that kid is so confused, man. Shit. Hello, guys. Uh, we're 22 minutes late to this recording because the bad news about living in BFE is you get BF service and signal. So hopefully if I crap out during the interview or podcast, uh, I'll try to get back on. But Hey, well, you know, that's why we have technology and we have phones we'll and we have we can make it work through the magic of the Internet and television and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So for all you lis- all of you listeners out there, if you ever have HughesNet, don't get it. <laughs> or if you're thinking about getting it, don't get it. I'm a shit on HughesNet because it's awful. It's terrible. Outside using my phone as a hotspot, my third spot, and hopefully it's okay. Because that's all like satellites and stuff, right? It's all satellites yeah. because the bad part about living a mile off the road is when you live in Mount Bella, North Carolina, they don't uh, even offer that option to run a mile long cable to your house. So. Uh, it's a lot of cable. It's a long cable. It's a mile long cable, over 3,000 feet of it. And uh, yeah. Well, yeah. if it was an option, I'd pay for it, but it's not even an option. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, we're not even going to well, give you shit. give you that well, option. So, so. Well, so like a few months ago, they were drilling out by the road, like laying this line down. I'm like, oh, oh shit. This is like, you know, 2020, man. It's like, brand- this was into last year. I was like, this is technology coming towards me i was like how much can i get to this cable to run back because i would have dug the trench i would have paid for the cable and they're like oh this is only going to the school up the road i was like well that's huh. trying to you know give you money here man like take my money and they wouldn't do it so but if it's going to the school that's got to give you hope that it's at least getting somewhere so eventually yeah, maybe but but not coming here which right, is like, right 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 <laughs> that's right. the thing i'm worried about look man that's like I, you know, I went to school in the mountains and we were the last mile. Like we were the end of the internet in Cullowee. Yeah. And like, if you were outside of the campus, it was all satellite and all kinds of stuff. And it was just not, not good. Yeah. Like when I got first got up there in order to get cell signal, you had to like lean out the window in the dorm to yeah. like make a, a cell phone call. The, like right. the 21st century where the sidewalk ends, uh, where the internet ends. Yeah. Yeah. Had calling yeah. cards. You know calling? You remember calling cards? You had to dial... Uh, yeah. I remember calling collect, too. I think yeah. I called collect more than I used calling cards. We used to get calling cards for, like, Christmas stocking stuffers. It's like, here's a yeah. long-distance calling card. Nice. Hmm. Nice. So, yeah, now that we've gone down the uh, trip down memory lane... Uh, Atlanta! I didn't, think, I didn't think, like, satellite internet was a thing when you were in college. Like, that was a long time ago. Well, I mean, they had satellites for a while. <laughs> I mean, didn't have internet for you know, yeah, a while. There was dial-up internet too. That was a thing. Oh man, the dial-up days. Yeah. Remember when it used to take like five hours to download one song? Mm-hmm. Or like try and download a picture, and I was like, "Here's a little bit. Nope. I, is that a mm-hmm. nipple? That's a nipple. Okay." Oh, so that's <laughs> what you were downloading. Oh, come on! It was middle that. school. Yeah, it was middle school. That's what everybody uh, you could just watch like the blurred playboy channel mm-hmm. scrambled <laughs> which required like a little imagination i preferred that yeah like that was it was it was a different time it was a different time with the internet and how you found things and porn in a snowstorm <laughs> <laughs> storm porn imagination yeah yeah that's what i said yeah your imagination yeah yeah the mystery the mystery of the porn. Uh, 
Is that what I think it is? I don't know. <laughs> use your imagination. Um, well, we didn't have to use our imagination to imagine an Atlanta race because we got one, finally. Because Atlanta was the racetrack that we were heading to when everything shut down at the beginning of the corona times. And, and then we got to hot Atlanta. Just trying to make a transition there. And I think Ryan froze. <laughs> he did. He did. He froze. Oh, no. He's smiling, though. So Is it great? Is, yeah. Can he talk? I don't know. I don't know. It wouldn't have been a big deal if he could still talk because it's a nice uh, smiling yeah. photo of him. This is a nice smiling photo. Um, let's see if I can do my, my best Ryan impression uh, about the race. Well, you know, we uh, went out there and we turned left. And then I got up there towards the front and he's gone. He's gone. He'll join back in a second. Yeah. All right. He's back. No more abs for me. Hello. (laughs) Hi. All right. So I was trying to do my Ryan Blaney impression talking about Atlanta and said we turned left and then then we lost you. So. Yeah. Well, some someone called my gate call box and apparently whenever some comes in, it. Yeah. Some guy's trying to sell me to pave my driveway and I'm like, no. So did you, you did you ask him if he had internet? <laughs> no. You should ask him that. Like, maybe you can get like a bootleg, like a bootlegger internet person that can tap into the the internet that's from the road and do that mile line of internet for you. That sounds illegal. Covert. <laughs> you can't talk about that on a podcast, you know. Like now they'll know. Well, I think anybody who well, as long as my internet keeps doing this, yeah, like they'll know. The people know I'm not bootlegging, yeah, internet. But he's like, comes up, calls my call box, that calls my phone. He's like, hi, uh, I got some hot, hot asphalt that I can lay down on your driveway. Stop. I got eight truckloads full. This is the beginning of a porn. Yeah, and I was like, kind of sketched out, but I was like, let me come meet you at my driveway. And he's sitting there in this construction vehicle, and he's like, I got eight. Eight truck loads of hot asphalt. I can lay right over this two and a, two inches thick, uh, cover it all. I said, "You realize this is a mile, right?" He's like, "I'll cover it all." It's like, huh? How much? <laughs> He's like, "Well, it's this amount for a square foot." I said, "How much for a mile?" He's like, "Oh, you know, we'll deal with that. We get it." I was like, "Nah," and I guarantee you, just try to call me back. He was like, "We can be here in thirty minutes if you want to." I was like, mm, "I don't think that's not a lot of time to make a decision." Is this a random solicitor, like this wasn't scheduled. Oh, no, it was just a random person. Oh, my gosh. Random person. I mean, yeah. you could send him to Atlanta and repave Atlanta with that asphalt, that hot asphalt. No. <laughs> repave Atlanta. <laughs> repave Atlanta. How dare you, I'm just Charles. saying, he's got these truckloads of hot asphalt. And, you, you know. Repave one lane of Atlanta, maybe. Yeah. Half of it. Asphalt. Just do, like, one corner. He said hot asphalt. I got this hot, hot, hot asphalt. asphalt. <laughs> I was like, hmm, I'm going to need to see your... ID, sir, because I feel like, is there cameras around? Are you trying to seduce me? Like, this is weird. That's boot, like it. It's bootleg asphalt. Bootleg asphalt. Yeah, I guarantee <laughs> it is. Guarantee it is. It's just, it's just like rocks. Like, there's not even asphalt. It's just rock. Yeah. Anyways, that's, I think, what kicked me off. So, hopefully, you don't call again. I ended his call as soon as he called me, but yeah. we'll see. I, I tried my best impression to do a, a race analysis as, as Ryan Blaney, because apparently people have said our voices sound too similar for them to differentiate on the podcast which is not true at all you guys yeah. don't sound similar at all yeah i don't think so we both have deep voices that's about it and that's this that's where the similarities end 
Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. They're just generalizing us. Yeah, of our voices. Like, even if I close my eyes and listen to you guys, like I can still tell the difference because yeah. I can understand like if you're not watching the video portion, like maybe you're a little confused, but right, right, understandable. But uh, no, Atlanta was um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, it was hot. It's a long race for sure, and uh, definitely a long day. Had some guys passing out at the end. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Bubba was in and out of consciousness. Uh, it was scary, man. I was watching it. I was like, "Oh, I saw him the first time." He was doing his interview. I was like, "That was weird." And then, kind of went out, and I kind of walked over there, and then, kind of stood up. And he was good, and he sat back down, and he kind of faded out again. And I walked over, and they're trying to pour ice on him. And the thing was, it's like they were like medics as soon as he did the first time. And they came, they're like, you're all right? He's like, yeah, I'm good. And they walked away, and then he passed out again. They're like, medics! <laughs> like, like, don't leave the dude if he just passed out. Like, you need to stay there with him. Yeah, someone saying, no, I'm good. That's generally not like, I mean. Uh, so I just don't want to cause a scene. Yeah. Have you ever passed out? Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't. I'm not close to where, like, I saw, like, the gray, like, taking over my vision. Yeah. But I ended up not passing out. It was close, though. I, I didn't pass out. I did Thunderbirds ride. Mm. Uh, he tried to make me pass out. And I saw like, it was like tunnel vision coming in. Yeah. And it was like, all of a sudden everything, my eyes were open, but everything went black. Like it was like, I couldn't see anything, but my eyes were open. I was awake. It was really weird, but it was like tunnel vision. It closed. That's terrifying. And, and then like a few seconds later, everything like sparkled back into frame. I was like, that was really weird. I don't know where my eyesight went. My That's eyes went. Terrifying. Back of my head or what? Yeah, but it was weird. I have a reoccurring. It's actually more of a nightmare than a dream. Where I have to like I have to do something, like perform a task, and I cannot open my eyes in the dream. Like I try and I can't. Whatever that is symbolic of, but that reminded me of it. You need to look that up. Yeah, I know. But it's like I have to perform some sort of task, but I cannot for the life of me like open my eyes. Maybe you have sleep paralysis. I probably do. I used to sleepwalk as a kid. And sleep talk. Hmm. Like bad. Hmm. I grew out of it, though. That's good. That's very good. Sleep talking, like people that talk in their sleep, that, that's always, that, that's weirded me Occasionally out. Occasionally, I still like, will do a mumble or two, probably. Um, I want to jump back to the beginning of Atlanta um, and on the broadcast, and you guys shared it on social media, the video that you guys put together. Um, first of all, <laughs> I knew something was coming down, but like when I was scrolling through Instagram and Twitter and all the different drivers that I follow, it was always your face that popped up first, Ryan. Yeah. So I thought that you had kept posting the same video. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, they put me in first. But yeah, that was uh, you know something we talked about all week in our driver chat, and uh, a lot of drivers were wanting to do it, which is great. Um, honestly, Jimmy Johnson was a big part of that and and wanting to initiate it and put it out, and the girl who. I was with him called Lauren, uh, who was a big part of kind of editing it. And I know NASCAR helped us out too in the edit process. And, uh, I thought it was great. A lot of people participated in it, uh, shared some good thoughts, um, trying to get the message across that we support everybody. So, uh, I thought it was good. And then, um, before the race, you know, I was stopping on the front stretch and Steve Phelps, you know, talking for a bit. I thought that was really great. Uh, and a lot of people on pit road supported, uh, really everybody on pit road supported it. Um, which was awesome. Um, so I thought that was, that was a, a good, uh, you know, it was good for everyone to do who participated and 
just what we wanted to do to show our support in unison, you know, as, as a group, you know, everyone's put out their own personal thing and feelings about everything going on, but it was, it was really great to get a lot of drivers uh, in our community to do it. Well, I, um, I was happy to be part of it. I think it, it says a lot to the fact that NASCAR is stepping into this as much as they are. And at the levels that they are that, you know, Steve Phelps gave his message, um, you know, Bubba was wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt mm-hmm. and an I Can't Breathe shirt on pit road that his team then held up as y'all were doing the moment of silence. Um, it speaks to the fact that NASCAR, despite what the public opinion and appearance of NASCAR is, that good old boys club, that NASCAR is a very diverse and inclusive, inclusive group that is trying it's best to overcome years of, you know, being labeled as, uh, you know, the good old boys club. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, we wanted to make that clear because, you know, NASCAR was born in the South and, and things like that. And I think it's gotten, you know, somewhat of a bad reputation for not being very diverse and or even supporting people um, who were discriminated against. And, and that's, you know, sucks that it gets that reputation because um, really nobody in the cup in NASCAR feels that way. You yeah. know, I mean, it's uh, you know, so I think it was great uh, to, to for a lot of people to show their support and and do what they did. So, yeah, and I, just, I agree. I think optics wise, sometimes uh, people don't realize the diversity we have in our sport because our athletes there's so few of them compared to other sports. So. We're limited in the number of people that have opportunities. Um, but behind the scenes, they're all walks of life behind the scenes that are making the sport go round. And I don't think people realize that. And I've never been prouder to be part of the sport than I am now because of the stand we've taken with Black Lives Matter. And then we just came out with a pride statement for LGBTQ, which was awesome to see. So I think the leadership we have in place right now is second to none. I would, I would uh, agree with that. And not because they are my bosses and that is, you know, like I work for that company, like not because of that, but because I truly do believe that, that um, the fact that NASCAR is taking the stand that NASCAR is taking says a lot about the time in this country where we are, that NASCAR is speaking out, mm-hmm. like let that sink in. NASCAR is speaking out. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, I mean, we, you know, and, and some people aren't going to like it. Nope. You know, whether it's what we do on Sunday, what NASCAR put out, you know, on Tuesday, um, well, you know, Pride Month, things like that. You know, some people won't be happy about it, but if you're not happy about it, then yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, well, if you don't, no. you don't, you know, Bubba if you was don't support it. Support yeah. people is equal. Then a quick reminder too, like being inclusive with our fan base and making sure everybody has a voice does not take away from the on-track product. Like the sport you love, regardless of your viewpoint, does not change based on being welcoming to all types of people. It does not change the speed of the cars. It does not change the talent of the drivers. It literally does not change the sport you love. Like, if anything, it opens it up to more people to love that sport. That mm-hmm. you go to the track, and I, I would 
put it to anybody. If you go to a racetrack and watch a race as a fan, no matter who you are, you're going to walk and be like, that was fun. I had a lot of fun. And that's what NASCAR is about. NASCAR is about fun. And, you know, Bubba went on CNN, was that Monday night, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched that and he hit the nail on the head perfectly with how, you know, with those fans that might not see eye to eye with certain things. It's like, if, if you don't agree with it, bye. Like, bye. Yeah, I thought he did a really good job. Yeah. That's a huge platform for him to go on. Mm-hmm. So that and was awesome. Don Lemon oh. did did call yeah, him there. Bubba Watson. Um, Bubba Watson. Yeah, and it, but Bubba corrected him. I was like, "That's the golfer. I'm not. I'm not the golfer." <laughs> so it was, it was good though. It was real good, and they they apologized uh, profusely, and uh, then went about the interview. A good, a good icebreaker. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, uh, not really an icebreaker. I mean, I don't think they were trying to be funny. I think they just really no, yeah. I don't think they were trying to be funny. It was a it was a accidental icebreaker. Yeah. Those, those, those things happen when you're on live TV, like, you know, um, who was it? The, the guy in, there's a guy in Daytona that was talking to Newman that said something about, are you ready for the Indy 500 for the oh, Daytona yeah, 500? Like, well, at least they didn't ask Boba, uh, if he talked to his uncle about any of it. Yeah. 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 Rusty. Uncle Rusty. Uncle Rusty. God, that was one of my favorite calls we did, man. Oh man. That was great. He was so pissed. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> So upset. Actually, no relation. Uh, yeah, no. Just, you know, someone nope. I look up to. You know, no relation. So that, he was angry. The moment that he realized, though, that it was it was mm-hmm. you was... Oh, uh, uh, it was great. I did uh, hear this morning that uh, the famed 43 car is going to be running a different paint scheme at Martinsville. Have you heard that one? No. Um, that it sounds like they're going to be running a black lives matter paint scheme at Martinsville Wednesday night. Wow. That's awesome. Which yeah, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Um, that is of course not get fans riled up. I don't know what's going to, but that you also got to think about the venue that, that we're going to that's, you know, the home turf for Wendell Scott. That's the racetrack where Bubba in the truck series ran the Wendell Scott paint scheme and won in that. So yeah. to go back to Martinsville and to have that message on a car and on an iconic car like the 43. Yeah. Like again, you've said proud of the sport. That's just it. Yeah. I don't want to toot our horn too much because we've got a long way to go. Yeah, and yeah. now a lot of work to do, but if you don't talk about these kind of things, you can't move forward. Right. And be right. So, and that's, he should, he should run that window Scott scheme again. Ah, that'd be great. Yeah. I know the numbers are backwards. Color is close though. The flop. The color is close. The blue. Yeah. And the white. It's close. Hell yeah. Um, that was uh, that was one of the things. Like we said that the you know the work, and that was one of the things that you heard Steve Phelps say, and the drivers mentioned that like now is the time that the work begins. Like mm-hmm. the work isn't sexy. The work isn't headline grabbing. But that's the stuff that makes this like that's what's going to make everything that has been said and done so far matter is doing yeah. work, which I've, I've seen a good thing circulating um, because everybody's been talking about black lives matter. And uh, there's been a good thing that's going viral that matter is the minimum. Um, so black lives are worthy. They're beloved, they're needed. And so matter is just the minimum, which to your point, Chuck, just getting started. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. Uh, you know, last Tuesday when we recorded this, I went down, and I know Kim, you went down to Charlotte to, you know, for that big NAACP uh, march. Um, Ryan, did you get a chance to get down to Charlotte? Any? I did. Yeah. Um, I actually uh, just stumbled across a walk. I was down there and um, stumbled across. It wasn't very big, um, but I. I walked around a little bit with them and talked to some people and it was great. I mean, they were all out there, you know, supporting what they do. And, um, so yeah, I thought that was, uh, it was really cool to be a part of that. And like I said, I didn't, I didn't plan on it. I happened to be down there and, and it was going, one was going on a small one and I just uh, hung out there for a little bit. And, uh, how was the end of LACP walk? You said that was Tuesday. It was last Tuesday. So it was the day we recorded. Kim, what was your, uh, takeaway from it? I thought it was great. Um, again, saw people from all walks of life, um, all ages too. I saw a bunch of, uh, people that had families out there, which was cool. Cause I could, because it was uptown at the government center. I didn't know, um, if I would see like younger kids, obviously, um, some of the neighborhood walks and protests have been a little more conducive to bringing young children than, um, going straight into uptown. Uh, so that was surprising and refreshing to see, uh, families who had brought young children because again, start them young, get the message in early. Um, the speeches were really good. And then it was, it was really cool. Once we started marching because uptown's like a grid system, there were so many people on that Tuesday protest that like we started working our way through the city. And I'm sure you noticed Chuck at one point, like you would be on one block and the group was so large that they had worked their way around. And you could see them like, yeah, Across the grid, like this, this—that's how long the line of protesters were. It was—I I noticed that because I kind of stayed towards the back because I'm still trying to socially distance. But um, I kind of worked my way to the middle just by the fact that it went up one street, then looped back down this way, and then came around this way. And when we were passing the transportation center right there by the Spectrum Center in downtown Charlotte, it went up two blocks to try on over two streets and then down. And you could see it on the other side of the um, bus bus station pretty much. Yeah. Like it was, it was impressive to see that many people out there doing that. And the speeches I got there and I was standing out on fourth street at the government center. And it kind of goes back into a little triangle. So all the speeches were happening at the point back here. And I got there and I heard somebody speaking and then I heard another voice and I could tell that it was my brother-in-law speaking. And I texted him. as like, I couldn't heard a single, I couldn't hear a single word that you said, but I heard you because the tone and the inflection was the loudest A that I had ever heard him speak. Mm. Like, I've known him now for almost, let's see, he and my sister met in second grade. Um, so she's turning 40 this year. <laughs> so, oh, wow. yeah. Um, and j I went back and listened cause somebody got it on, on camera. I think WBTV got it, but you could hear the inflection and the passion in his voice a block away. And that to me was just that I, I got goosebumps just hear, hearing his voice and knowing that it was him, but not knowing what he said until later. But, um, yeah. Just want to give yeah, a shout out some, to uh, 
Hornets players out there, mm-hmm. um, which was cool. So, yeah, I thought it was good. It was good. I but, left feeling very proud of the city of Charlotte. But we've got to take that momentum and push it forward when it comes to doing the work, and that's paying attention to boring city council meetings. That's voting. making sure that you vote making sure that you keep your elected officials accountable. It's the work of democracy once you have aired your grievances. It's the work of democracy that gets things done, and it's not pretty work. It's not quick work. It takes a lot of time, and time is a thing that we have been saying for too long. So just give it time. Give it time. It's like folks are fed up with time. time. Yeah. Do the fucking work. Sorry. Oh, there it is. Oh, drop the f bomb. Yeah, I. Yeah, if you're gonna drop it, I thought that was yeah. a good point to drop it. Yeah. I hold back a little bit on here, um, just because of where the show goes and the fan base of the, the show. But if you wanna, if you wanna talk to me about it, you know, come find me outside. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. If you don't feel like you're welcome at a NASCAR race, come find us because. We will welcome you with open arms. That's right. We'll and if you open back to fans, <laughs> whenever yeah, when, that's true. Yeah. When we yeah. when we open back, yeah. wait till we allow fans back because we can't wait do much for you right now. But when we go back to normal fans, uh, which we are slowly rolling out the plan to bring fans back yeah. in. Um, I know we're gonna have. I think it's it's a five hundred military personnel at yeah. Miami. It's like uh, select cool. fans. Yeah, yeah, which will be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's like the first steps as far as that goes, which is cool. It's great we're having military personnel out there too. So. Yeah. I believe there's going to awesome. be some at Miami and then also Talladega, I think, is yeah. doing something. And Talladega is so big that you can, <laughs> you can have easily socially distance there. Yeah, um, you can have 5,000. Having this discussion with um, somebody on a Q&A for a sponsor, obviously it's very clear that there's no fans there like during pre-race and you know before the race but once you're in the car was it was it the q a we did no not QA for advanced auto parts she said we did q a with the drive for a spot and i was like damn <laughs> i didn't even get a mention no um but the discussion was can the drivers like once you're in the car like, are you ever looking in the stands when once you start racing? Like, no, yeah, not really. I mean, there's so much going on. I mean, you might under caution, you might glance for a second, but you're not like peering in there and just all of our fan interactions before the race. I mean, that's yeah, that's what it is. You know, it's not like like basketball to where the fans are literally they could be three feet from you during your game. You know, if they're sitting courtside, so it's a little bit different for us, but during the race you don't really notice any difference it's just all pre-race stuff that is that is weird and different but another good point was brought up during it that like especially since we're racing martinsville tonight um at like if an incident happens like you don't have like the oohs and ahs or like the boos so like yeah the past few years at martinsville there's been some skirmishes where i feel like the crowd has had a factor in ratcheting up the intensity between two drivers maybe not maybe actually it, it 
Well, the, they, might be, they might actually throw punches if there's no fans there. I don't think they will because so in Bristol, you know, they're piping in Fox's audio into the arena, into the bowl. Yeah. So the drivers can hear what Jeff Gordon's saying. It's like, oh, you see right here where he did this. It's like if Fox didn't pipe that in, then maybe oh. <laughs> there wouldn't be I the other that. side of the explanation. Because when oh. there's no fans there, you can hear that clearly. I didn't yeah. think about that. But if you cut that out and you can't hear any, uh, you know, commentary oh. on what happened, then maybe it might be a little bit more heated. I don't know. Oh. Uh, we'll find out. Yeah. Find out tonight. Tonight. Under the lights. Under, Under the lights. Yes. First yeah. night Martinsville race. And I mean, technically last year's playoff race was at night. Like it ended at night. This one yeah. will actually And the one that Gordon won a few years ago, like Yeah, that was at night. It looked like it was still light outside. It was not light outside. Yeah. One where yeah, everyone I mean, in the stands had to turn their cell phones on so he could, so Gordon could drive. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever like yeah. lens virus or whatever they used i'm not a camera person may it was did not tell the story correctly for that end of that race iris is the correct term um no that and this the other fun thing for this is this is the first time this is the latest in the summer and really technically the only time in the summer that we will have raced at martinsville the 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 latest spring race was may 31st 1970 won by um technically though bobby isaac won by bobby i'm gonna be the nerd here and say summer doesn't start until like what is it june 20th or 21st Uh, i know yeah so technically it's still a spring race so the latest in the spring that we run (laughs) was may 31st when we get to june it just should be summer yeah it's finally it's finally getting hot good um, more man so jean the, shorts are about to come out <laughs> i just ordered some jean shorts you really I like florida and me is coming out you like wearing the jean shorts though like is uh, that a- it depends it depends on how humid it is uh it yeah. dep- it, there's a lot of factors because i've just been wearing chubbies like since you know it started getting like above yeah, 70 I, mean, I guess i could wear like running sh- i've been wearing running shorts like dry fit running shorts but there's something about like jean shorts in the summer hmm. yeah. again the florida and me's coming out i'm going to texas next week maybe that's part of it wear some jean shorts yeah i i, I diy'd some jean shorts for myself last year cargo I jean shorts wearing them but like jean shorts cargo jean shorts uh cargo jean shorts cargo shorts How, what length did, what length did you go with oh they're short <laughs> Oh, sure. I mean, if you're going to DIY your own pair of jorts, I mean, they can't be like at your knees. They they go like, they're pretty, they're high. (laughs) Are they like the ones where you can see the bottom of the pocket sticking out underneath Uh, the, uh, (laughs) they're just to where you can't see the bottom of the pocket. Okay. Cause you know, then you get trashy, you know, if you you can see your pocket, maybe, uh, well, I still want the pockets to show, you know, right. They're short enough, but they're like just under the pockets. So, right. Well, see, if you let the pocket show, then somebody could like easily come by with like scissors and cut the bottom of the pockets. Then you lose whatever content you had in your pockets. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. No. So you gotta be, uh, gotta be careful. Yes. So gotta be very careful. Very careful. Um, speaking of careful, uh, did you see the story, um, about space force? 
I saw that you sent it. I did. Space Force. Space Force might lose, the United States Space Force might lose a trademark uh, thing to the TV show Space Force that's on Netflix. I have been meaning to watch that with Steve Carell. It pops up every time I turn on my TV. It's okay. It was good. Um, no, I haven't. I didn't see that. I, I just watched uh, Unorthodox. Have mm-hmm. you watched that? Mm-mm. Oh, on Netflix, it's good. Um, but it's there's only one. There's only like four episodes and only one season so far. But then I, I'm late to the game. I just started Breaking Bad. I never saw an episode of Breaking Bad. I, when the pandemic, well, actually not even the pandemic. Uh, no, maybe, maybe it was the off season. I tried to, I, I tried to start it. And I watched the first episode and I was like, this is depressing. And then somebody told me to give it a little bit longer. So I'm like four episodes in. We'll see if I stick with it. Find out. We'll find out. Find out. I heard someone say like, yeah, it can't be depressing, but it was actually, I was watching American Dad. They're like, oh, the way to watch it, you got to watch it in reverse to where this drug kingpin becomes, you know, this drug kingpin gets cancer, but then he beats cancer, and then he <laughs> is a teacher at the end of it. So they're that like, that's like that. That's the happy version. Yeah. So. That is funny. Yeah. It's a lot less depressing. Yeah. Yes. Don't do math. Yeah, don't do math. Math? Don't do math and don't cook math. Did you say don't do math? Meth. Don't do meth and don't cook meth. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do not uh, cook. Do not do meth. Do not do any of that. It is bad. Stay away from drugs, kids. Yeah. Okay. Don't do drugs. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I I watched Space Force and it was it was it was good. It wasn't great. So is it a movie or a series? It's a series. It's a series. And I feel like they kind of missed a little bit in the like the character development stuff. But the other thing is you especially for like a comedy show, you can't really judge the first season a lot of times because they haven't quite found their arc. Like if you look at the first season of the office and I use the office because it's Steve Carell, his character is completely different in that first season than he is throughout the rest of the seasons. Like it changes and it evolves. So, you know, I would be interested to see if they have a second season of this to where they go with their characters. So there was some interesting stuff in there. Sweet yeah. D was in it. From Deandra from uh, Always Sunny. Yeah, Always Sunny. Yeah. Oh, I have to watch it then. I interviewed her a while back. Yes, I remember that. For the podcast. Yeah. It was like 2017. I was like. Year one? Year two? Year one. I think that was year one. Wow. Yeah. I think. That sounds about right. Year one. Crazy. We're in year four. Four for Dale. 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, yeah, we just had, we had some great guests on. Uh, year one. This is the one thing that has sucked about, uh, not the one thing, one of the <laughs> many multitude of things that has sucked about this pandemic in, in 2020 is that we haven't had guests on the show as yeah. much this year. Um, Maybe we should have one next week via Zoom. I would think yeah. it would be easier to have a guest, wouldn't it? Or did I just... I mean, it, probably. As probably. long as the guest has good internet. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. You brought up next week in Zoom, and I just got depressed. I was like, so, you know, I have to do this whole shit over again next week. Well, the, five, five different spots in my yard to try to get to work. <laughs> you should, like, mark them with little flags. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, Decent this is... internet, okay yeah. internet, workable internet, yeah. Don't it's use. Like, yeah, yeah, use like green, yellow, and red flags. Yeah. 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 There's a red flag area. I would not go in there. And maybe a checkered flag for the best area. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. true. Checkered flags. Uh, we didn't even mention, speaking of Martinsville, that you're starting from the pole. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. What a great lap down. Yeah, we worked hard, made a good mock run, and put it on the pole. So that's You nice. had that thing trimmed out. Yeah, we trimmed her out, and uh, it's good. You know, first pole of the year feels good. We're in the... Uh, Clash. We're in the clash now, so that's good. Uh, looking forward to that. I don't think that counts. It'd be cool if it did. I was just uh, about to ask. I was just about to ask. Do the random draw polls count for the clash or no? I don't think it counts. Well, then how what is she going to have the clash? What if we go the whole year though? We ain't going to go the whole year like that. I don't think. I hope not. Well, what if we go a long ways and then somebody is really good at getting the poll, and so there's only like one person in the clash? It's just Jimmy clash. Johnson. Chip Wild will not have that. That's <laughs> true. There will yeah, I wonder how they'll do that. There'll be something. I would imagine that it'll be all of the, and I don't want to use a quote unquote because you were still sitting on the pole. Uh, You're still the a pole polling. sitter. Yeah. Sit on poles. Yeah. That's what I do. Well, you know who won't be sitting on any poles or dancing on any poles uh, is the uh, strippers in North Carolina. Did you see the court case that they had? It was Tallywhacker v. Cooper. Um, I kid you not. That was the name from WRAL, the name of the club, I guess, that uh, sued the state of North Carolina, that they were denied their, uh, I think their injunction or whatever. It was Tallywhackers was the name of the club. Never heard of it. Yep. Should have visited it. Find a chance. Whackers. I feel like I'm pretty good with like the lingo. Um, is tallywhackers have any sort of meaning that I should know? They whack tallies. They whack tallies. Yeah, I don't know if that that might be a. I don't know what tally means, but you know it could be something bad. But uh, yeah, I mean a lot of these adult establishments, you know, offer food, so I understand why they're upset. You know, trying to get open again. Uptown cabaret. Uh, t- tallywhacker is definitely the best eggs in town. Well. Yeah. <sighs> Breakfast buffet. It is the male organ. Is a tally, tally whacker. Yeah. Yeah. Tally is slang for the male organ? A tally whacker. Um, oh. The male organ of copulation in higher vertebrates. Ah. Interesting. That's like a scientific term? Sure, yeah. Scientific. Yeah. I feel like it was made up in like the UK or something. Yeah, so I don't... If it's the male... If, if it's the male... Uh, genitalia, then is that a, like, a, are there male strippers at this place then? I don't, I don't know. I didn't, uh, quite get that far in the article. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that they had sued. The injunction was, uh, they, the, the case is still open, but they can't open now. So like they, they have to go through the whole legal process. There's a, but would you not think if that's the name of it's, it's a male strip bar, not a female? You would, you would. Also, that would, are there? Are there male strip clubs? Are there combined strip clubs so. where there's where male, male and female? female? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think I think a lot of them do two different rooms. I'm not speaking from experience, but I think it's like certain days of the week, like it's girls' night. I've been have, like male strippers, and I've never been to one. 
I mean, I've been to my fair share, but I've never been to one that is like. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm, I'm speaking from experience, having not been to a, a shared. I feel like there's like a ladies' night though, to where like you could go and it's it's like male strippers, and then there's female strippers the next night. I think it just maybe like goes back and forth. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. I would you would think so. I mean, why not? I mean, have your certain nights uh-huh. and trade off. You know, yeah. one on one off. Puppetry of the penis. Hey. Hey, oh. Puppetry of the hey. Tallywhackers. Hey. Ah. <sighs> it just doesn't, like, <laughs> doesn't sound like an enjoyable club to go to. Oh, I want to go, man. I just, I, which one? Tallywhackers? Tallywhackers. Puppetry. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, puppetry, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm all for that. Like, let's, you know, that, that sounds intriguing. It's enticing me in. Tallywhackers just doesn't sound like that's a place that I want to go to. Like, it's painful. Yeah. So like, I don't want no one whacking my tally. Yeah. Like flicking or hitting it with a wiffle ball bat or something. Oh God! <laughs> <Wiffle> like, <ball. laughs> so like, I don't want that. Nope. Nope. You could have thought of a better name. Bush but hey, if it works, bushwhacker. Yeah, that's the female version. All right. Yeah. Well, that would just sound. <laughs> <laughs> there used to there, there used to be one in like Charlotte. There used to be one in Charlotte yeah. called Topless Polo. Yeah. That topless polo? Yes, topless polo. I don't know why it was topless polo. I just remember seeing that as a kid and like always wanting to go there because like what is topless polo? There like, was one in Orlando growing up that sometimes we would have to drive by called the booby trap. Mm-hmm. As a kid you think it's like it was actually shaped like like it was two domes. Oh wow. Hmm. Google that shit. Just great architecture. Google work. that shit. Mm-hmm. Here. Yeah. I feel like as a kid, like, you go back to your hometown and you drive by these places you thought that was like a, you didn't think was strip club. And then yeah. now you're like, well, that was obviously a strip club the whole time. Like, yeah. The I had no idea time. the family video in our hometown, it had an adult porn room in the back. I had no idea about that. So I went back as an adult. Yeah. Wow. I was like, yeah, there's a lot of like older people <laughs> in this family video always for some reason. Hanging like, around the back. Going? going to the bathroom or something? Nah, going to that back room. Yeah. Behind like a curtain. And Things uh, you learn. Yeah, they never had that in the Blockbuster though. That was, uh, uh, well, that was, you know, it's corporate. you figured you would in a Blockbuster <laughs> and not a family video. <laughs> yeah. Man, the, the weekends you used to go to Blockbuster though, those were the days and you could pick out like usually two videos yeah if it was a if it was a good week but you would like go and look and see if like the video was behind like the that you had like uh, the case and then the, yeah like the yeah. case that showed what movie and then if it was behind it and then if it wasn't there and you really wanted that you could go to the check out and see if anybody turned it in and it just had to be put, hadn't been put back on the shelves and the stack yeah. of them that were like, here's the videos that are going back that we just haven't had the chance to yeah. put up yet. But if you want to put that it was, up for us, do it. That was like one of the most disappointing things as a kid. You really want to see this movie and you go there and they have the little thing and you check behind it. There's none left. You're like, Oh, Aww. like that's like the most disappointing thing. I feel like kids are missing out these days. Now they just press a button. Yeah. But kids, man. there's some movies that like you try and go on Amazon and they don't have it. Like there was one for a while. The uh, PCU is a movie with Jeremy Piven. Yes. And, uh, it, I I've couldn't, seen that. I couldn't find it streaming anywhere for a while. 
And that is one of the funniest movies of my childhood. Have to watch it. Yes. Is it as a child or an adolescent? I mean, define. I mean, it's technically, I'm still a child. So, you it's know. Like you're a man child. Exactly. Don't let the mustache fool you. I'm just a child. <laughs> that is. That is my, my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, Martinsville tonight. Yeah. Night racing. No hot dogs, uh, though. No hot dogs, which is unfortunate. I, know. Uh, I usually try to get a couple for the ride home. Mm-hmm. But oh, that pop- will be un- not there. Uh, and then we turn right around and go to Miami. So it's one of them cool Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday races. Miami. Awesome. You yeah. actually stay down there, too, right? Won't you stay down in Miami? What do you mean? Like two days? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Well, isn't it like the trucks run and then Xfinity has a double? Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, so yeah. for the broadcast people that have to work it, they actually have to stay down there. Yeah. No, I won't get in there until Sunday morning. It's mm-hmm. like, but yeah, uh, there'll be a lot of racing. I mean, there's going to be four races on. So that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Like this past week so. felt kind of weird that we didn't have as many races i know i was talking to yeah stricker yeah. and we're like I, I don't know what to do on wednesday now that there's not a race and then we got yeah. one in martinsville this week so it's like all right yeah, I don't wanna, like cut the season in half and just go balls to the wall for well and we're almost back to where we left off like yeah. we're, we are close to um catching up which is good yeah. um great and it's been stuff. exciting racing yeah, for the fans and for the competitors, and then we got a short track coming up tonight. Tonight, yeah, 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 and uh, should be good. Hopefully, one tunes in. Be some hurt feelings, sparks flying. Ooh, yeah, sparks flying. Yeah. Um. So I guess I sh- does that mean that I should probably like hit the hit the music? I don't know. Or how, how, yeah, oh. you're the only one that can control it. Well, you're right. I mean, we're, you, know, you got the soundboard, so you, you pretty much tell us what to do. Okay. Um, I can do that. Like, I can I can say it is time to hit the music, and then we go, and then we have our... Fine, Chuck. Huh? I mean, you are technically Kim and I's father from our poster. This, True. That is you a, know, I mean, you kind of... So you kind of tell us what so, to do. That's, thinking about that's very weird. If you yeah. really think about it. It's, the it's, most like a family, it's like a family poster. Yeah. Like, I didn't think about that much. And when I first got out there, but I was like, you know, Chuck's like our dad. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Dad. Mm-hmm. And then Kim's doing some weird thing, like, yeah, on my leg. Sure. She's, she's in front of your leg. I'm looking back she's at She's in front the, of her. I'm standing behind her. Sally Waggers. Yeah. Sally Waggers. She's, I mean, her hand is like she's getting ready to... Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, what's... what's uh, I need to go and look yeah. a little closer at that. What's Moby Dick's, like, da- what's Moby Dick's dad's name? You know, I you know what I would Papa say Dick. that there may be something like hidden in there like that, like maybe the artist like tried to make it look like something, but that artist is good of a job he did. He would not put a bag of dicks hidden in in the thing, so there is not that everything is kosher with that poster, except for the dick in the moon. What? What? You? There's a dick in the moon. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Are you talking about yourself? No, oh, no, not me. I'm not the moon. I'm the dick in a helmet. Um. <laughs> No, but look, there's look, one in the moon. Look in the moon. There's a I dick. can't see it. Well, you can't see it from there, but there's two little uh, and then a little. Uh, it's like a rocket ship on what the moon. He was playing us the whole time. He's Craters. like, no, I can't put a bag of dicks in your poster hidden. 
And secretly he put them everywhere. I mean, he put three of them in there. Tallywhackers. So he wouldn't look for them. Yeah. We should change the name of this podcast to Tallywhackers. <laughs> yeah, at least for one episode. One of, that I'll, I'll make sure that that gets in the uh, title of at least one of them. Perfect. Tallywhacker v. Cooper. Lovely. Yeah. So I'll hit the music because it looks like we're at about 50 minutes or so of this uh, yeah. rambling I stuff. A, another Zoom call that'll probably go terrible here in about 15 minutes. So oh, awesome. Find out great. Yeah. Um, Are you driving up to Martinsville? Yeah, it's like not far at all. I don't know. Some people chopper. Taking a jetpack. Well, sorry, I'm not big time. Okay. I'm going to stop at High Point. I'm going to go to Biscuit Factory. Ooh. Have a lunch at Biscuit Factory, then I'm going to go to Martinsville. So. Yum. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be grand. Um, Butter my biscuit. Let's go. Continue to be good to each other, everybody. Be Uh, kind. Rewind. Go back in. I've been revisiting James Baldwin here recently. If you haven't listened or read any of his stuff, go check it out. It's good. It's good stuff. Be nice. Be kind. Be nice. Also, rate and review. Yeah. And... Great review, uh, iTunes, YouTube. Keep your comments nice to people on the internet too. All right, don't get brave behind a keyboard. Yeah, I've seen some of the comments. I think the internet's just a magnifying glass, though, for people's actual personalities. If you're nice, you're nice. If you're mean, it shows. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. And if you're a glasshole, we love you. Yeah. That was a good one. Hey, good yeah. play on words. We appreciate the glasses, especially the day one glass holes. Yeah, we still listen. So you're our ride or die. I, I did see somebody on the uh, Q and A. We did Ryan comment when we were talking about the podcast. They were like, "I didn't know Glass Case was back." What? Check your feed. We're back. Yeah, we are back. Stay up on it. So you know, whatever. That person, obviously not a glass hole. Clearly. So, but thanks everyone for watching. Yeah. Bye.